the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Bizberg. I'm your host, Mike Howard. Another special leadership Bizberg here on our uh, radio stations. And we are in with Megan Stock, who is dentist in the Wexford area. And, and I believe it's Stock Family Dentistry. Did I get that name right? The technical name of my business is just my name, Megan M. Stock, DMD. Uh, DMD. But we do, we do, you know, certainly if you Googled uh, family, okay. Stock Family Dentistry, we would come up. <laughs> well, I think family's important to you, as I Absolutely. know. Absolutely. And we're going to come back to that issue here in a little bit. But i got to ask that first question now. DMD versus DDS. What's the difference? Absolutely nothing. It's what school you graduated <laughs> from. <laughs> there used to be a theological or a... Um, a a theoretical, I should say, difference between uh, DMD versus DDS. DDS was more surgical, technical. Yeah. Uh, DMD was kind of the more uh, whole body medicine. Mm-hmm. Now it's the exact same education. Both uh, both DMD and DDS are allowed to do the exact same, same things. Thing. So it's kind of the no way difference. things just kind of morph and change over time. I <laughs> exactly, guess exactly. Well, we are glad you are with us. Uh, you've been at this practice how long now? I purchased this practice two and a half years ago. I was working out in Monroeville prior to that. Mm -hmm. And so two and a half years ago, got back in touch with a gentleman who I was very good friends with, his oldest daughter in grade school up at St. Alphonsus. Uh, He was a dentist right across the street. I knew him as my friend's dad. Uh, So got back in touch with him when I was looking to move back up into the North Hills, which is home to me. Mm -hmm asked him, hey, do you have anybody that you know of, any of your colleagues looking for an associate dentist? I want to kind of get my feet in the ground here in the North Hills in Wexford. And he he said, I'll put the feelers out. He got a call a few weeks after our conversation with an offer uh, for a position down at Catholic Charities, which he had been a longtime volunteer mm-hmm. dentist. He kind of thought, well, maybe maybe God's trying to tell me something here. <laughs> And I thought, is God trying to tell me something here? Do I need to own a practice? Because I was, you know, a little earlier in my career than I thought I would be in ownership. Mm -hmm. I always knew that was what I wanted to do. But, uh, you know, a few years into my career and this opportunity presents itself. And uh, I took a big leap of faith. Uh, Both of us took a big leap of faith. You know, he's getting out of private practice after almost 30 years. I was getting into ownership after a few years. Um and it was it was the best leap of faith. Uh, it was by far greater than I could have imagined, um, and, and happened more quickly than I could have mm-hmm. imagined. And and I felt more welcomed by that practice than I ever could have imagined. It really was a beautiful, beautiful transition, and I feel so at home. I felt at home probably yeah. six months in, which was amazing. That's great. Our uh, our guest here on Leadership Bizberg is uh, Dr. Megan Stock. Uh, can you tell us uh, quickly, we'll bring this out, how do people get in touch with you? How do they find out about where you're at and what you're up to? So as I said, we're in Wexford right at the intersection of 9, 10, and 19, mm-hmm. um, Wexford Professional Buildings. Uh, our office phone number is 724-935-0160. Uh, we're also on the web at stockfamilydentistry.com. Lots of great information about the services we provide, uh, how to get 
in touch with us if you're a new patient forms a lot of educational yeah. links are on there yeah, so we're gonna come back to the whole education thing but to make sure i got it right it's s-t-o-c-k right so you got stock. it okay. stock great all right well good well now i'd have to think you know we we're going to talk a little bit about leadership where were you thinking from that standpoint of okay i'm practicing now i'm doing these things and oh now i might be thrust into the whole ownership business management which brings tax issues health care issues all the other stuff that you might not have been thinking about out there in monroeville sure sure so uh backing up to dental school it prepares you pretty well for the clinical skills you get out and you are really honing those skills Mm -hmm. you know like i said i had quite a few years in monroeville to really hone those those skills uh find out what i really like to do as far as proceed go, what I needed a little further education on as far as procedures go. I got those classes under my belt. I was really feeling pretty good as far as my skill set goes. And so um, then I wanted to be closer to home. I was traveling quite a distance from McCandless out to Monroeville. So as I said, I started putting my feelers out there. and, And this whole ownership. Like I said, I always knew that that's what I ultimately wanted was mm-hmm. to own my own practice. Uh, I was pretty sure that I wanted to be a solo practitioner, at least for a period of time. And uh, so when this opportunity presented itself, I, I really went back and forth. I prayed about it. I, I thought, is this what I'm supposed to be doing at this point in my career? Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? School didn't necessarily prepare me for business ownership. You know, we had a, a one semester course on practice management. Yeah, okay. That does not prepare you for the real world of practice <laughs> management. Uh, and then I had some really great, um, great skills that I picked up as far as the business management goes from my boss out in Monroeville. I mean, he's a great businessman. Uh, so I picked up tidbits there. Mm-hmm. He was very open with some of the things that worked for him. He was in practice for a long time. Some of the things that worked really great for him and some that didn't. So I thought, you know what, if if not now, this opportunity, this type of opportunity may never present itself again. It was the exact type of practice that I wanted to build and it was there. It was being presented to me. I mean, it could not have been a clear sign that this yeah. is probably what I should be doing. And so, so I, like I said, I took that leap of faith and uh, and have a great team behind me. That was that, that was helps, one of the biggest it? things. <laughs> uh, my office manager had been with the practice with Mark Pribel, mm-hmm. the, the man that I bought the practice from. She had been there close to thirty years. Yeah. Uh, she started with him. So. So she, her skill set is unparalleled. Uh, It really, really helped me be able to practice, you know, work on practicing dentistry while she was still kind of in the management role in the business and then picking up tips from her. She's a wealth of knowledge. So I really, really learned so much in the first, I'm still learning, but, you know, learned so much in those first few months there that now I feel really confident as a business owner. That's great. You're listening to a special Leadership Bizberg. I'm your host, Mike Howard. We're in studio with Dr. Megan Stock, dentist, now owning her own practice in the Wexford area. And if you listen enough to NFL football, baseball, whatever it is, it seems like when new coaches come in, they, they clean house. They want all theirs. This is, in business, sometimes it can be the exact opposite. You want that foundational support of people that already know how things are going there. And especially if you click with them uh, professionally and personally, then wh- why would you change that, right? Absolutely. I had a, I had a meeting one-on-one with each of the employees actually mm-hmm. that uh, that was working for Dr. Pribel at the time and realized very quickly that they are a 
huge part of the practice. Mm-hmm. It was not the building or the, the equipment that I was buying. Yeah. Yes, that came along with it, but it was sure. the goodwill of the patients and the amazing, amazing abilities of the employees that were there. So I really did not want to change things dramatically. Cleaning house would would probably have been practice suicide, to be honest. It really would have. Mm -hmm. Patients are used to coming in and seeing the same faces. They're used to having the same woman clean their teeth each time. Uh, They're used to having that same assistant, her her praying with them in the beginning of a you know in the beginning of a procedure for some patients i didn't want to change that that's why i bought the practice that i bought yeah Uh, so so that was huge to me to keep the the team intact well that's great leadership advice right there in and of itself and we talk with uh, one of our favorite gurus sam deep he talks very much about these one-on-one conversations that leaders need to have in business with employees or whatever you've got to keep a, a pulse on that and understand who's on your team and and what that does is help set up future accountability or if there are issues, you've got that relationship already established as opposed to you just kind of coming in and letting everyone still do their thing and you work on patients and you don't really know. sounds like you did a great in-depth job of that. <laughs> I tried. I certainly tried. I wanted them to know that I was that I was there for them as well, uh, not just that they're there for me. You know, they're not there to serve me. I, I am there as part of the practice. I am yeah. not the practice. There's a lot, a lot of nuanced details that go into running that the day-to-day oh, yeah. operations that I just can't do by myself, and I would be foolish to think yeah. that I could. Again, we're talking with Dr. Megan Stock, dentist in the Wexford area, and uh, phone number is 724-935-0160. Megan, give me that website one more time. Yeah, it's stockfamilydentistry.com. Very good. Okay, I've got to ask this question because I think most people love to ask dentists this question. Maybe, oh, well, no. not maybe more than <laughs> funeral directors, but when oh, did no. you know? When did you know I want to I want to be a dentist? <laughs> so I get that question a lot and uh I don't have a great answer because it was always in me. It sounds no strange. Kidding. Well, I think that's that a super a, answer. As a first grader, I mean my mom will tell you that as a first grader I was saying that I wanted to be a dentist and never wanted to be a singer or an actor or you know everything that kids usually go through. <laughs> I wanted to be the dentist, you know, and so maybe I was the weird little kid growing up, but I never strayed from that. Uh, It it was in me. I mean, it was definitely a God-given drive that I had in me for that. Uh, I I joke, maybe we read Berenstein Bears Visit the Dentist one too many times or something as a kid. Or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Um, But but I don't have any family members that were in the business, Uh, so so it it had to have been you know within me, um, just naturally given you know given that drive. One of the things that I know hits leaders and entrepreneurs, I have an 18-year-old son that that's his thing. He doesn't ever want to work for anyone else. And mm-hmm. though he does, his his ultimate goal is like you and very quickly to just be running his own things and helping some people run theirs. But was there a time, as we as leaders then figure out that there there are times of doubts that creep in. Tell us, how how did you deal with any of that type of thing, whether it was getting into dental school, getting out of dental school, making this decision? How did you deal with those kind of head-scratching moments? Sure. There's there were doubts all along the way. Um, I never really had a plan B. So in the back of my mind, I thought, you know what? It's I know I'm going to come through some hard times. I'm going to have mm-hmm. to pray about some things. I'm going to have to just trust that God has, has me in his hands. And that's really what got me through it because – I thought, I don't want to have a fallback. This is what I want to do. I know this is what I want to do, and I know this is what I'm meant to do. Uh, this is how I'm going to help people. So so it really was kind of just 
trusting in in God's plan for me and trusting my own abilities to get through those hard times. Uh, nobody is is without hard times, you know, mm-hmm. in any journey that they take. And so realizing that just because you have a few bumps in the road doesn't mean you're not on the right road. Yeah. Uh, it was really just a, a confidence. Um, I had to had to rely on on the fact that I knew this was where I was supposed to be heading. Yeah, that's great. Again, you're listening to Leadership Bisberg. Our guest is Dr. Megan Stock, dentist in the Wexford area. Uh, StockFamilyDentistry.com, I believe you said, is the website. And the that's phone it. is 724-935-0160. Um, I'm going to come back to the leadership side of it. I want to swing back into uh, dentistry and educational uh, portion of it. Because I imagine, and it may have actually been Dr. Pribel years ago that was letting me know some of the statistics of, of how little people are still going to the dentist. Can we talk about that a little bit? Where, where are things now? What what should parents be thinking about for their kids or adults? I can remember when I sat down with my new dentist just a year ago, he looked at me and he said, do you want to save the mouth and teeth you have now or not? Yeah. yeah. And I guess some people don't. <laughs> and, they'll, and they'll say, yeah, but I don't really care. I was like, yeah, especially because it's kind of important to my wife, new wife, too. So I said, let's <laughs> let's do what we need to do. Let's see if we can keep everything sure, and do everything. Sure. So how, how do you work through those type of things? And where are we today uh, in general in our country or in our region in dentistry? Yeah, so I can speak certainly to the populations that I see. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't have the statistics on hand nationwide. But uh, in my own practice, uh, I see – kind of a division. There are people that that come faithfully every six months, get their cleanings done, rarely have a filling to do, uh, you know, go through the routine, whatever mm-hmm. we recommend, they follow through with it, and they're great faithful patients. And then we do have some patients who come in uh, kind of on more of an emergency basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I find that the patients that aren't seeing us every six months or on a routine basis it's not that they don't care about their mouths. They, they really do. Uh, it's, it's a couple of things. It's possibly a lack of dental education, mm-hmm. which has nothing to do with their educational status. You know, it could right. be a physician. It could be an attorney. Just don't have the right dental IQ, I call it. Yeah. Uh, and I like that. again, it has nothing to do with, with any other IQ. Mm-hmm. It's your dental IQ. Uh, not quite sure how to care for their mouths. So I think that's, that's speaking to, past generations and a little bit of this generation of dentists not not impressing upon patients in the proper manner mm-hmm. how to care for their mouths so you can't have a cookie cutter uh, you know here's a pamphlet hand it to a patient and everybody responds to it great it really you have to take the time to sit down with the individual patient ask them what is important to you mm-hmm. what do you understand about this what is your history on this section of you know yeah. of dentistry and really get to know the patient one on one basis because that's the only way that I can get through to my patients I haven't found any other way like I said, <laughs> there's no cookie cutter way yeah. to get through to everybody so that one on one relationship Relationship that I am so so grateful to have with my patients. I think has really brought uh, the patient population that we see into realizing that routine dentistry is really what they want to be, <laughs> what they want to be aiming for, rather than emergency based sure, dentistry. Sure, well, and anything we hopefully, have. but but I'm wondering if perception, being nine tenths of reality, if people kind of say, well, uh, my teeth don't pump blood they don't process oxygen or any of that thing do you think there's a little bit of that that there's not like this necessarily potentially deadly thing can happen in my mouth so is there maybe a thought that people say well i'm not going to worry so much about that right now because i have other things to worry about 
Uh, there is some of that. Uh, again, that goes back to a little bit of the lack of education yeah, on how on how dentistry relates and, and is mm-hmm. connected to the rest of the body. There's been so many studies that have come out in the last ten ish years uh, how dentistry is connected directly to the cardiovascular system, how it can affect blood pressure, hypertension, how it can affect diabetes. There's mm-hmm. a there's a play uh, back and forth between diabetes and gum disease, a real connection mm-hmm. there. Uh, so, so when patients say, well, it's a tooth, okay, if I have to pull it, I have to pull it, it, it goes way deeper than that because mm-hmm. a, a dental infection can spread and get into the bloodstream. Patients don't mm-hmm. necessarily know that, not right. all patients. Well, that's uh, good. Then we're educating people there today. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Our guest again is Dr. Megan Stock. She is a dentist in Wexford. The uh, website is stockfamilydentistry.com. That's S-T-O-C-K, 724-935-0160. Let's, let's switch back to the leadership and mentor type of thing. You mentioned yes. the practice uh, that you were part of in Monroeville and the help that that was there. What, uh, through the past history, even in school, family, whatever, who might have, uh, have influenced you that would have been a mentor for you or, or really kind of steered you along the way as, as life went along? Sure. As I... As I mentioned earlier, I don't have any family members that are in the dental business. Uh, it's not like I grew up with a parent and you know got right into assisting at age 16 or anything. So I really uh, have kind of picked picked up some different inspirations okay. um, along the way, not just for dentistry, but really. Right. How to be a leader came mm-hmm. directly from my mom. No question about it. Uh, she raised three kids on her own uh, from the time I was probably eight or nine. It, on her own, put us through Catholic school. Uh, you know, did what she had to do to raise us the way that she could, um, that she knew was best. Mm-hmm. And so the strength that I saw in her really drove me to be an independent person. Um, strong-willed person, you know, really aiming and shooting for the stars. Mm-hmm. That comes directly from her, no question yeah. about it. Um, had a lot of, as I said, the business, the the gentleman that I was working for in Monroeville had mm-hmm. great business advice. Uh, so picking up little tidbits along the way from yeah. him. Had a few really, really inspirational uh, instructors in dental school. I just saw their passion for dentistry and thought, that's what I want to do. I want, yeah. to, I want to express my passion for dentistry because in any business if you don't have the passion for it, if it's not coming across to me it comes off as pretty disingenuine mm-hmm. and and i never want to come off as yeah. disingenuine i love what i do and i want my patients my employees my family to see that that i really love what i do so taking taking cues from those instructors really helped me along the way as well excellent again we're a special leadership bizberg with dr megan stock uh, who is a dentist in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. You can find out more information there. And these are the kind of things we love to bring out in the Leadership Bisberg. I tell people I think the most important job in the world is mom. And it's probably the gets the least respect sometimes. Sure. Why would you want to stay home and be a mom? I'm digressing a little. <laughs> but I just think it's the – and it's one of the greatest jobs of leadership. And you just proved my point. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's definitely a, a work-home-life balance that sometimes is a struggle, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't have it any other way. I oh, yeah. uh, definitely – you know, me serving God first, my family second, and very close third is my patients. Yep. I mean, I, I – see them as an extension of my family. So there's a huge crossover in me being a leader in in my family, me being a leader in my business, me being a leader in my community. There's 
you can't differentiate the three really. There's so yeah. many crossovers. Then, from the time you probably started dental school to now, I'm thinking there might be some changes in uh, what people are looking for, or some trends or things, or oh, this is kind of new, or we don't have to worry about that. Where's kind of the flow on on dentistry for people right now in that regard? What uh, anything new popping up or stuff that people? I know you you just mentioned the whole cardiovascular and the diabetes thing. What else is is kind of coming along? What even new technologies? You know, we can do this now where we used to have to do that. And nobody liked that. Sure. Well, one of the biggest things technology. Technology-wise and developmental-wise is digital impressions. I don't know if you've ever had those goopy impression materials. People gag on them. I actually liked it. (laughs) Okay. Well, you are in the minority there. You are definitely in the minority there. Uh, There's a newer – it's been on the market for quite a few years. Some dentists are now starting to adopt it in their office where it's a scanner. Essentially, Mm -hmm. it takes hundreds of pictures of the teeth, sews them into a 3D model, and that is then sent to the lab or milled into a crown based solely on that digital impression. So it eliminates the goopy goopy stuff that patients really don't like. So there's a lot of different technology as far as digital dentistry Mm -hmm. goes that is in development and, and will be probably the standard of care very soon. Uh, And then also just that whole mouth-body connection. There's Mm -hmm. always studies coming out talking about how the mouth is not disconnected from the body. You know, it really used to be, I mean, it used to be way back in the day, barbers were the ones that pulled the teeth too, because it was, you know, not necessarily hmm. a medical, I know, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Very thought. Uh, but, it, but it wasn't a necessarily a medical procedure. Mm-hmm. You know, that was physicians dealing with the body. Uh, there's really a lot of great studies coming out now to prove just how interconnected everything is and, and caring for the body will benefit the mouth and caring for the mouth will benefit the rest of the body that's awesome good stuff again our guest is dr megan stock here on our leadership bizberg um any any myths any things out there right now that people are saying or talking about in the dentistry world and with regard to mouth care that's kind of like you know mike that one's been around for a while and we can probably poo poo that one or get rid of that is there any of that stuff out there or people always think i think people still think it's such a painful place to have to go that's that's one of the biggest myths yeah. is, you know, we hear, oh, my mom had a root canal 30 years ago and it was terrible. Well, root canals shouldn't be painful anymore. Yeah. Dentistry, there are so many advances in the way that we deliver the anesthetic, the Novocaine, uh, that, that really eliminates or really minimizes pain in dentistry. Uh, we, we really strive to give patients a comfortable experience at our office. It takes time, though. It takes time to talk to the patient about what their fears are, mm-hmm. what their holdups are, and talk about how we can overcome those together. Because not everybody is afraid of an injection. Some people are afraid of uh, having their mouth open for a long period of time. You know, as silly as that may, yeah. may sound to one person, that's very fear, you know, very yeah. fear-inducing for another patient. Oh, yeah. So, so really getting to the bottom of what is what is causing people stress about their dental experience, and then addressing that in particular. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as far as myths go, yeah, dentistry must be painful. Huge myth that I that I hope I can shatter for patients. Well, and I guess one of the other ones is is you know, dentistry is one of those more depressed 
businesses that as a dentist over time you get really depressed. I, I don't see any of that in you. <laughs> I love what I do. I love what I do. I think that uh, it provides me with a great, as I said, work home life balance. Yeah. Um, I am able to be with my daughter uh, when when she maybe has you know a middle of the day program at school. I can work my schedule around that mm-hmm. you know a bit more than say an ER physician could. Yeah. Uh, so I knew um, you know I love medicine in general. Um, I've always loved biology and you know if I wasn't in dentistry I'm sure I would be in some sort of medicine yeah. uh, field but I just love what dentistry provides for me the satisfaction that I have when you know a patient can walk in with a broken front tooth and walk out of my office an hour later fixed up fixed and up. smiling you know that instant gratification the the smiles i can provide you know internally and externally is really really important to it's me it's that problem solver thing in it you can absolutely help, help someone take go from point a to point b and and be a lot happier about yeah it. yeah and oftentimes see it happen within a matter of an hour or so well That's speak to that nice. person out there as we've just got a couple of minutes left here on our leadership bizberg with dr megan stock speak to the 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 father mother whether it's for themselves they've got kids you know maybe finances are a little bit of an issue how do they address that and and what should they be thinking about when they begin to look for uh, they finally decide yeah i probably better do something about this either because it's really getting bad or it's not quite there but i know it's going to get there how, how do you talk to someone who's considering you know a new dentist or going to the dentist for the first time in a long time I always say, come visit, come visit. It doesn't even have to be for a dental visit, you know, come into the office, meet myself, meet the staff. Uh, Like I said, we have a great team. Um, Just come and see, is this a place that you're comfortable in? Mm -hmm. I find that most patients are, you know, we we all take the time to really get to know those patients, develop those one-on-one relationships with them. And it just makes Every procedure, every visit that they that they have, much more comfortable. Um, as far as parents, you know, of young kids, start mm-hmm. early if you can. Uh, the new recommendations are by the first tooth or the first birthday. Actually, yeah. go visit the dentist. But if yeah. you start early, it's that much easier down the line. Even if it's even if it is already down the line, come visit us. Um, I love meeting new people. I want to make you comfortable. So. I, Try us out. I that's, mean, that's that's my biggest thing is try us out. Excellent. I'm glad you brought up the age thing, too, because that's really, really important. Well, yeah. our guest here on Leadership Bisberg, a special episode of Bisberg, has been Dr. Megan Stock in the Wexford office, 724-935-0160, Stock Family Dentistry. Dr. Megan, thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. This was wonderful. Yeah, and we'll see you all next time on Bisberg.